Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Craig Conan. That's me. We're rolling, dude. Hey, man. What's up? Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Community Service with Craig Conan. That's me, bro. Hey, Craig. How you doing, Dave? You're funny as fuck, dude. Thanks, bro. Who uh, who canceled today? Amir K. All right. His dog had uh, a... A bloody toe, or you know, a, a paw, a paw problem. I can always tell that, you know, when I get that text at like one or something. You know, hey, I'll something. have you know, you were on a list. I was on a. You list. were on a list. I have a community service podcast list. I have a million homies, you know. Yeah, all right. And you were on there. I'll show it to you if you don't believe me. Well, <laughs> obviously, I was right on now. the list because I'm on the list. Yeah, because I got so the call. So he canceled, and I hit up you and Derek Poston. I'm gonna take these headphones off. It'll be all right, right? Yeah, yeah you don't yeah. need it. And then, uh, Doogie, Doogie, what else, dude? I met you at Malo Cantina, I think, right? Where Probably, the fuck yeah. did I meet you, dude? Yeah, when you were like an intern for Tammy Joe. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the boot camp, man. I was yeah. getting that stage time, getting them reps in. Yeah. God bless you, Tammy. Yeah, you were part of the crew. You, were, Yeah, that's where I met you. you. It seemed like you just kind of, that was like the only place I ever saw you. You were just there. You were like a fixture of it. Yeah, that's where I was for two years. And then I, I I moved on. Yeah, now you're look at yeah you, you got some heat. I got some camera equipment. <laughs> I got a producer. You, I got a friend. You had a, you, a video that went viral. Yeah, and then you got the JFL, and now you're on the you're on the path. I'm on the <laughs> path. I I uh, I hope so. It doesn't feel that way, but I guess I am. Well, yeah, nobody wants to admit they have heat when they have heat. It's so crazy. I can, I can, you know, from an outside heat observer, that's what I, <laughs> I observe heat. Yeah, you always feel, I've always felt weird talking about any accomplishments because I don't want to sound cocky, but then it's like sometimes it's good to celebrate well, victories, you, you know? You got to celebrate the victories. Otherwise, you're just kind of trudging along. So yeah, you I'm got... fucking killing it, bitches. <laughs> well, don't go no. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I push you off the couch. I win. Look, I mean, look at that. You wrote it on your fucking dry erase board. I'm so That was gr- before it was blowing up. That's uh, been there for a couple years. I'm so grateful now that my career is blowing up. And Vision you, board, homie. That's that's what you wrote years ago? Uh, it's been a while. I had different different notes that rotated, but all all the same message. Dude, you were like, Craig, to be... get toilet paper. You got to write, write notes, <laughs> that dude. Too, that too. I do. I need notes for everything. It's really annoying. I basically need daily agenda notes. I need notes to remind me about my notes. I gotta get. I got. I did a lot of drugs, guys. Yeah, but your brain is very elastic, so I wouldn't blame it on the drugs. I don't know what it is. I think it, <laughs> I, I just blame it on uh, drug abuse. But uh, I think I was that way to, because I'll have like goals and I'll write them in a notebook and then I'll put the notebook away and then I'll forget about them and then I'll write like goals on a, a post-it note and then I'll find it later and be like, oh, this is the same goals just written like six months later. I didn't, you know what I mean? Does that make yeah, sense? but just the idea, the act of writing the goals down, it puts it so it, it it's writing it in your subconscious mind somewhere. Yeah, so your right. brain it does. You, it there's, helps. There's the monkey that's in the back of your mind that starts getting to work on it. Yeah. Why the front monkeys you, out there like mm, boobs? <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn titty monkey. He's like, ooh, titties. Ah, it's so, dude. Guys are so dumb. We could be like, 
on the way to an audition for SNL and then like see titties and like turn and walk the wrong <laughs> way and then be late because that's how dumb guys are. I mean, how many accidents you think happen every day in L.A. because some babe is walking down the street, right? There's got to be at like, least four. Four. Where <laughs> at you're least just, four. You're just like, ooh, what's that? Smash. Uh -huh. You yeah, know? I know a guy that did that one time. <laughs> We're like, you idiot! I've never done it, thank God. Uh, I've been close though. I'm not gonna lie. When you see a, a beautiful woman, it just kind of stops you in your tracks. Your brain's like, look at that. Uh. <laughs> it really does. I don't know if that's the same case for women to men. No, I don't think. I don't think so. They're out of the way, Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't. Know. I have no idea. Out of the way. I mean, I've noticed ladies lately, though. They've been much more empowered on the internet. They're letting everybody know they're horny. I, I, there's a lot a lot of women posting how horny they are. Or, like, they'll post a picture of some, somebody like Brad Pitt, and they'll be like, oh, I'd fuck him. And they're, like, way crazy honest. And you're like, whoa. I guess that has. But, like, as a guy, we can't be, like, we can't post a picture of some lady. Like, I'd like to fuck her. And everybody like, boo, <laughs> you're fucking pervert. But a lady, you know, if a lady announces she's horny, everybody's excited. It's a uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Because you're like, oh, I didn't even know you're ladies like, wow. got horny. <laughs> He's a freak. <laughs> um, yeah, that is true. That's be it's. Uh, I, I guess societal, uh, cultural I, norms are going away in that sense, which is awesome. Speaking of horny, I saw uh, Hustlers. Have you seen that yet? The magazine? No, no, that movie with J Lo. She's a stripper and shit. No, I haven't. Is it good? Man, it was. It made me horny. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? It's so. It's been so long, you know, because there's so much porn, Craig. You know what I mean? It's been so long since I saw a movie where I was like, "Ooh, yeah." <laughs> stripper uh, J Lo's a stripper. I said stripper first, and I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, J Lo plays a stripper. There's some other ladies that are playing strippers, and you know, it shows J Lo's booty. Yeah, yeah. Like her real booty, not like a stunt double. No, booty. it's her body dancing. What? Doing the splits, doing all like the spin thing on a stripper pole. Well, it looks like I gotta go see Hustler. I've been in love with J Lo since Selena, although she does seem like a diva. Boy, you like should... in a bad way, like stir my coffee, bitch. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, if you love, I have J no idea. If you love J Lo, you owe it to yourself to see this on the big screen. You know, to see that booty and. Ten feet tall. Yeah, I probably won't do that. I bootleg it. <laughs> I bootleg the booty. <laughs> Have you seen the bootleg booty of J Lo? There's Chinese writing on it, but it still holds up. Still so holds up. So what's the theme of this podcast? I feel like we really, uh, I don't know. I, I, there's no theme. There's no theme. There's not Look a hook. Look at me. Do you think there's a theme? Well, there's there's no hook. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> we uh no, it's community service. You know, I I did party and all that shit and do drugs and get arrested and whatnot. And the uh, it's a loose thing, but like, did anything where you got too fucked up and arrested that led you to change as a human being for the better? Oh uh, well. Did you wake up with your dick in the cow and be like, I need to find God? <laughs> No, nah, I mean, I still like to drink and all that sort of stuff, so maybe I haven't learned mine's lesson. <laughs> I mean, I did get arrested for, like, a DUI when I was 19. You don't have to get sober from it. I'm just saying something yeah. that, like, but changed like, you. But, like, after that, I never really uh, 
drink and drive. Good, yeah. good. It's a terrible thing that uh, everybody I mean, maybe every once in a while I'll have like a beer and drive, but I don't consider oh, That doesn't count. You can have a 12-pack and drive. And well, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? But I, I'm like very conscious of like... As long as it's light beer and you eat a chicken tender, you'll be all right. I'm very conscious Just of... Just kidding, guys. These are fucking jokes. I'm a comedian. Don't come after me. If I have like a drink or two, I'll like... I'll wait the allotted amount of time. It's yeah. to wait. You know what I mean? I'm conscious of that. I, so I, you know, I mean, the fact that it happened so young, really, and st- you know, because I knew people that really. Dr- yeah, I mean, it'll I ruin did. your life. You could kill a man. I mean, or well, woman, yeah, or yeah, child, or whoever. You could kill human beings. I mean, luckily that wasn't the case in my situation. But you killed a man. No, I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> my buddy cracked. I have a lot of DUI stories. Not mine. My buddy crashed into a house and took out like a, a you know, a, a pillar, a, a leg of it. <laughs> and it was just like, Nyeh. like, fuck the foundation. up. Crashed into a house. The good thing was the living room. No one was harmed except for his car and his license. <laughs> yeah. And then a different buddy, he was shit faced and he sideswiped a bunch of cars and did hit and runs and just took off. And caused a lot of damage and drove home and passed out. But he had crashed into so many things that his license plate popped off. And so they just tracked him down and got him. And uh, I think he's in prison now. Tight. He sold heroin and speed. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Good friends. I don't hang out with them much anymore. Oh, you wouldn't you wouldn't say. <laughs> How do you you know, I grew up with like people that were kind of uh ne'er do wells or scofflaws or you know What the fuck is a scofflaw? <laughs> What's a ne'er do well? You know, just kind of cretins, you know. Cretins. <laughs> you know, just some people that are, you know, up to no good, you know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Why don't you just say hooligans? Yeah, hooligans, like, you know. This I, guy over here. <laughs> where what are those words from? The South? The wordsmith. Where are you from? I'm from Kentucky, right right across from uh, Cincinnati. So I grew up right on the border of the South in the Midwest. Oh, what's the difference? I don't know. Y'all? I, people y'all, saying y'all. You know what's funny? I said that as a joke, and then as I said that, I was actually like, yeah, kind of. I mean, I don't know what the difference is ge- geographically. But when you're born in L.A., you just look at all that shit as like the same. Yeah, yeah. You're like, ah, you're not from L.A. or New York. You're a fucking nice person. <laughs> nice person. Nice person. No, uh, generally speaking, every person I've met from the Midwest is so nice. So nice. I'm not being sarcastic now. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's really weird. Like, you're like, wow, <laughs> you're a nice person. It's, it's weird. You're but like, how do you? Oh, yeah, you get quiet? You're like, yeah, not me. <laughs> I'm a bad person. You know, how did you, you just like those people that were like clearly up to no good, you just kind of phase them out at some point. You know I mean? Yeah, you're right. You either die, you do, because I was friends with all those kids growing up and we were, we were just the, you know, the firecracker skater trouble kids. And then like, there's a, there's a fork in the road and it splits and they go on to pushing speed and heroin and getting arrested <laughs> and you're just kind of like i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go do comedy guys yeah. like i don't know about that that looks like death and jail and then that's what happens 
Yeah, it's crazy. You know, people just like you're like, you're like, oh boy, you see that guy's number pop up on your yeah. phone, or you know, or oh, you- dude, they get out of prison and they start hitting you. Up, hey, I'm out. <laughs> I swear on my life, some one of my buddies in high school, I used to smoke weed and get drunk and all that shit. And I sell him weed and shit. So I started selling him weed, and then he disappeared for a little while. And then he and then he hit me up. He's like, "Hey, I need a place to lay low for a little while." And I'm like, <laughs> "No, man, <laughs> no. I work at Trader Joe's. Like, this is when I uh, worked in Torrance, and I was like, I was just moving and transferring to Hollywood, moving to Inglewood, transferring to Hollywood, and I was so happy because." he knew where i work and whatnot and like and i was like bye like it's weird that he it's just hollywood but he wouldn't come out here you know (laughs) god that guy was crazy i went into his house and he had all these guns on the bed holy shit (laughs) (laughs) and i was like i'm just selling you a quarter a week dude (laughs) but uh i am of course a fan of weapons and then i started picking up them up and like playing with them i was like oh, playing with so guns cool. craig geez louise not well yeah they're guns and, uh, <laughs> yeah but, they're they're just big toys to play with yeah but the fucked up part was it's like he's a tweaker it's like i'm touching possible uh you just put criminal your, weapons yeah, yeah you put that your now are my fingerprints are on and then he got raided and they took all his guns and i lost sleep for like a few weeks like fuck like what are my you know i didn't wipe them clean i'm a bad criminal because i'm not a real <laughs> criminal i just sold a little bit of weed a little bit of mushrooms you know a little bit of fireworks mm. and you sold mushrooms huh yeah well my buddy forced me to i'd be like hey let me let me get let me get an ounce he's like sorry half pound nothing less i'm like <sighs> come on and then he give you the best price ever you're like all right <laughs> and then you had a half pound of mushrooms how much now nah, on a half pound of mushrooms how much money could you make a lot because mushrooms is like no other drug you cannot eat like any other drug you can abuse it so bad that you just eat your profit but with mushrooms it's like just, it's physically impossible it's just you're such, going to die it's just such a because every time you take a big trip you're, you're just like boy i don't want to do that again you yeah know? It's uh, like a it's like a spiritual quest. It's like a journey. It's not like it's not like something you're addicted to. You're like no, you never made anybody like I'm addicted to shrooms. Yeah, you know? no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've read stories about like how people and they they're trying to do more. You know, it's just tough to study these psychedelic drugs because all the restrictions. You know, because yeah. they're like Schedule One. You know, the Schedule One drugs that are saying there's no medical value, but like. You know they're doing studies about mushrooms, saying it can relieve PTSD and oh, all. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And I, there's there's people that have like taken mushrooms and then they quit smoking or quit drinking because of like just the way it rewires your brain. Every while you're, time I ate mushrooms, I wanted to get sober, and then of course I immediately got high afterwards and was not a man of my word. But it always that absolutely at the tail end of it, it was the same shit. Because you're, I think it's just trying to tell you like some yeah. inner truth, like, like stop, yeah. yeah, stop the bullshit. Every time towards the end of a high of tripping balls of mushrooms, I, same shit. Every fuck, I was like, man, I'm gonna. I basically, I would just, I want to be a better person. I'm like, I'm gonna call my mom, I'm gonna tell her I love her, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get sober, I'm gonna do that. And then the second it was gone, I was like, all right, let's get some Norcos. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's unfortunate that, but the seed. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, back. You asked me a question. I never answered it. So you, I would. You, I would make a good amount of money, but I was a bad. I was a good. I was the best 
good bad drug dealer i would hook up all the homies like real cheap uh, yeah. so i would make some money but it wouldn't be nearly as much as i could if i just sat on it and nickel and dimed it because i'd be like oh yeah i'll give you a whole you know, i'd make some money off them but not like what i could and i just hooked everybody up you know when you're breaking the law you shouldn't be uh, you know generous <laughs> i know but i just i wasn't like a corporation i was just like like this is fun. Yeah. Just give me a hundred, bro. You, you know, make little, like 20 bucks when I could make like a hundred bucks. You were doing a little bit of Bobcat Goldthwait there. Where you're like, ah. I love him. Yeah, he's a great guy. Have you ever met him? No. I mean, like in passing at a show, like, hey, how you doing? Not like real Oh, yeah, man. He's fucking, time. he's cool as shit, man. Yeah, I was a fan of him as a child. I watched that uh, all, I mean, the police academies, of course, but that movie with him and the talking horse. I remember remember watching that as a little kid. Hot to try. (laughs) I watched that movie at least a dozen times as a little eight-year-old, ten-year-old, however old I was when it came out. And I just loved him. And then uh, when I got into stand-up, I saw he was performing at the Virgil. And I went and even like, you know, like how Facebook does time hops, their yeah. memories. Like I saw one from like seven years ago or some shit where I was like, hey, I'm going to watch Bobcat. Anyone want to join me? And I was literally like promoting his shows. Like <laughs> just something you don't do now that you're deep in the game, you know, like you don't go, hey, you guys want to go see Rogan? It's like, they no, nobody <laughs> says that anymore. You just go and do it. Yeah. But back then I was just scared. I just, you know, you're just. You're like, I don't want Booty to comedy. You don't want to do anything. You're like, who's, I don't know, you know. So you've been in the game seven years, eight? Uh, Yeah. Well, I did improv uh, at at Second City. I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Zap. Uh, So I've been in the game total maybe about nine, ten years. And uh, stand up probably about seven years. I don't really keep track of things, and I don't have the best memory. So yeah, buddy, you're just like groovy. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, when was the first date you did it? Like everyone has it written down. I'm like, I don't know. Oh man, I was 26 <laughs> that year. I was 26 when I started. Yeah, yeah. It's right. I feel like there's two different times where people start. They either start when they're like 18 or something, you know. Yeah, those young or, bucks. Oh man, lucky or they them. start call. maybe the couple years after the college age you know from like 23 to like 26 or 27 you know because when i started there was like a, in cincinnati there was like a group of guys that were like my age and then there was like another group of guys that were all like 18 or 17 18 but we were like all in the same class together so it was like so crazy to be like you bless you <laughs> but it was no <laughs> no, I don't want a tissue. I don't want a tissue. <laughs> I wipe it on my shirt. Chris Lund on the ones and twos back there reached for a tissue, and my gut visceral ac- accent accent reaction was, no. <laughs> no, I don't want that. I have my sleeve or a handkerchief in my top drawer. That's right. for the cat. Oh, yeah. That's right. The cat shoots out these blood boogers. Uh, anyways, back to Cincinnati. But, yeah, there was, like, a group of guys that were, like, my age, and there was a group of guys that were, like, teenagers Dude, those young bucks how lucky are they to start that young yeah i mean they're getting a lot of you know but the thing i i noticed with the young kids is like you know if the audience kind of views you as like a kid up there there's like a novelty to it and then about like 23 or 24 those people maybe maybe even later like the audience is like who the fuck is this you know we're like 
because the audience doesn't like sometimes the audience gives like young kids like a benefit of a doubt yeah yeah and then all of a sudden you're not a kid anymore and the audience is like what's this and sometimes because uh, the act is kind of they're playing on the that youthfulness and, and they haven't experienced enough life yet yeah. and then sometimes they're good as fuck yeah i know i fuck them yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was him so- started young yeah yeah i don't know his age but he's so good but jack Cal- knight started young Comedy's so weird. Well, no, you find yourself hanging out with people such a variety of age groups. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is weird, and you're all the same. You yeah. can be hanging out with a 45 year old <laughs> that's way older than you, but you're his elder in comedy. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is weird. You can literally be like, "Oh, don't worry, kid. You'll get him next time." <laughs> to an older man, <laughs> and then you can be hanging out with a young, dope comic. That's, you know that they might be your elder or have more success. Or whatever, and you look up to them, and they're younger than you, and you're like, "What?" I know there's like it doesn't to- even make sense. Like, it's cool though. Like Tommy Johnigan's a guy I know, and he very funny, and he's like, I don't know, maybe five or six years younger than me, but he started comedy when he was like eighteen, you know. So he's got so many more years on me. Yeah, and I, every time I always feel like I'm like a kid around him. Yeah, and I'm like, you do. You I'm do. like, but I'm older than this fucking guy. But <laughs> it doesn't matter because their experience is in the game. Yeah, the game. Yeah game experience tight yeah now a word from our sponsors who else started young that's a dope (laughs) comic i tommy john again me undies me undies sponsored by my garsones (laughs) me undies now i got the me undies you know bill bird just always angry like every ad read bill bird does oh dude He's like, I, I got the my wife and fuck cher, Sherry's cherries. You're like, all right. It's so I funny. I mean, I, I give it to him. Like, there's so many of those uh, podcast ads that are in, like uh, in my burned in my head because they there's only like six advertisers. Stamps.com. Put the offer code WTF. What about uh? The post office. You're like, all right, Mark. Bill Burr, I forgot what it was, but Bill Burr did a, a, a promo on like, I don't even know what it was. Let's say it was like Naked Juice or Nature's Path or some shit where he did the promo and he was doing the commercial and then he goes, oh, you know what? Fuck this. He's like, well, just go eat a banana. You don't need this bullshit. <laughs> and then the next week he's like, oh, Nature's Path dropped me. What a chaka. He's like, I don't give a fuck. And it was so funny. I was, that's the power. Like he always, he not always says, he said to me one time at a show, like you could do whatever you want. I'm like, sir, you're Bill Burr. Like it's a little different. You already have millions of dollars and sell out theaters and fucking arenas. Like, I know. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, ah, oh, like, say whatever you want. I'm like, we can't do that. It just happened to Shane Gillis. He got canceled. I know. What, what's he like? What he was like, I'm learning how to fly a helicopter. I'm like, you're like, you're living a different life yeah. than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you're like, I'm taking helicopter lessons. Okay. Yeah. And those rich guys always figure out a way. Like, hey, I need to learn a, a new thing that might kill me one day. And I, right. yeah. <laughs> Bill Burr dies in a helicopter accident. You're like, well, it's what happens when you get money. <laughs> Rogan's hunting lion on the Serengeti with only a toothpick. You know, like, ah, this is fair. <laughs> I know. I, I'm like, if I ever got money, I'm like, I'm going to build a movie theater in my house. That's you know yeah, I mean? yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking learn to fucking fly an airplane or some shit. I would want... I've always wanted to run, like, because how many businesses you go to that are just ran so shittily? I just want to run businesses right. 
I wouldn't even need to generate a hefty profit. It was like, this is how it should be done, motherfuckers. I like how you give yourself a new job. Hey, I got all this money. I'm going to go buy a fucking coffee shop. Yeah. And then you're just fucking running around frantic, yelling about beans. All right, Chris. This is not decaf. It's free coffee. I own it. Just crazy checked on coffee. Like, oh, that's a good idea, Craig. How's the business? It's good. I mean, I'm still doing a little bit of comedy. <laughs> we got the new Just Arabian cut, beans cut, coming cut in, though. At the store, only doing coffee. <laughs> come on, come on, the shop. Come on, I'll get, I'll hook you up. Come on, come on, come on. He used to be funny, and now he only talks about roasted beans. <laughs> What's his problem? I'm running the business. It's you know, I'm not making as much money as I thought. You know, it's a lot harder. You know, from the outside, I thought I could fix everything. <laughs> What is the deal with almond milk as a sweetener? <laughs> it's all about oat milk, baby. Oats. Oats is the future. I bought oat milk Bitcoin. And, what? And Craig slowly uh, takes the bit and drives it off a cliff. Oh, screw you, Segway. <laughs> screw yeah. you, man. These are my fans. They he, want me to he, drive off the cliff. They really Thelma and Louise this one. You know what? <laughs> Patreon. This isn't Patreon. You know what? Community podcasters. You got a Patreon? Yeah, dude. Hey, make sure you pitch in to Craig's Patreon. Oh man, I was just about to shit on you, and then you had to go and do that. <laughs> Come on, yeah, just just a couple bucks a month will help Craig out in his quest to buy a small business. <laughs> you know what? After that bit, I don't think I'm going to do it anymore. You really put it in perspective. No, no, a lot of comedians. I feel like I, every once in a while I'll have that fantasy, like. Maybe I'll just go to like a, a small like hippie town and open a bike shop. And I'm like, I don't even give a fuck about bikes. Yeah, I fucking hate bikes. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, well, maybe I'll just open like a, a place where like people could do art and music and comedy. And it is good in theory. And then you realize, oh, all artists are poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except for the top tier. The only rich friend. I mean, I'm you know we're friends with all the famous fucks and all that shit. But the only one I'm super close with is. Chris D'Elia, and we're always trying to get him to open up a coffee shop and call it the Tired Eagle. And we're like, come on, man, just do it. That way we can get free coffee all the time. We're like, do it across from the comedy store, and we can just get coffee and go to the store. And he goes, you guys are idiots. <laughs> no, I don't know what he says, but he hasn't done it. I think it's a great idea. Chris, since I know you listen to every single one of my podcasts <laughs> and watch all of it, open up the coffee shop. Come on. He'll go. Is this live streaming? No. Oh, you just cut it up? You do a little like... Uh... Yeah, we edit out the parts where you speak. <laughs> what? Do you do a little bit of... You do some Instagram vids? You do... No, we just... It, it pretty much... Uh, you don't he, do it like a minute? But it, it, if you would just let me finish the conversation. All right, yeah. my bad. Yeah, he does a promo clip. Uh, you know, we tag you in it and all that jazz. And then we don't really edit it, minus like maybe if you say some crazy racist stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, we don't really edit unless, of course, you ask or request for anything. But you're yeah. a nice dude, so that's not going to happen. Tight. <laughs> tight, tight. Tight, tight. <laughs> Community service, the podcast. Bop, bop. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tight. 
Tight. Tight. You think you're going to leave this part in? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Think I'm editing out the best part? Are you crazy? Sometimes you just need to grow. Nice. So do you walk to the comedy store from here? Uh, I Yes, depending on, uh, you know, if it's too hot and I'm on a show, then no. And if it's too cold, no. How far <laughs> of a walk is it? It's like a 15-minute walk. Oh, that bad. But it's like a three, two-minute drive. 32-minute drive. What did I say? I didn't say that. You it's said three, two. Uh, I thought he said three, 32. It's like a three, it's two-minute drive. You and your 32. I text him what apartment number. Or he texted me what apartment <laughs> number. It's my place. And I said three. And then I hit the wrong button, you know, and your fingers. Hit the, and then I wrote two. And he went, 32? And I was like, no, fool. I figured it was probably two, but, you know, I just wanted to be sure. I said, follow the plans. Well, well I, I, you know, I didn't say that. Here's the thing, Craig. I figured it out. You did. <laughs> you did. I mean, yeah. <laughs> now, where's your cat? Oh, shit. Is he mowing? No, I was just curious. Okay. I, I was just going to do some cat questions. Cat talk. Cat corner. Meow, meow. Yeah, open that door. Oh, all right. Uh, you want me to open your door? No, nah, yeah, we'll make the producer man do it. Now, how long you had this cat? Uh, I don't even know. Like four months now. I don't oh, this pay, is a new thing. I don't pay attention. So you were lonely. Is he out there? <laughs> oh, my cat! Cat, cat, get in here. Does your cat disappear sometimes? Swing open the screen all the way. Does your cat disappear like this, or is this? Yeah, a... I, he goes in and out, in and out. But I get worried. Where'd you find him? Usually he plays outside for like 10, 20 minutes, and then he knocks on the door. And I'm not even kidding. He like slaps his paws on. It's the cutest shit ever. And that's how I came across him. Oh, uh, that's how he, he he just knocked on your door one day and was like, "Yo, yeah, yeah. sup? Let me in." Oh well. Nah, he'll come back. He always does. So you just had a cat knocking your door, like Greg? Yep. I'm yep. living here now. Yep. Pretty pretty forward of a cat. Yeah, he. Well, I love him. He's so sweet. So you don't know anything about how old he is or anything? Or? Uh, the doctor said four. You think it's somebody else's cat? But it was a human doctor, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you worried it was somebody else's cat? Yeah, down the street. It is somebody else's yeah. cat. Yeah, yeah. We've already talked about this a million times. <laughs> so you have shared custody of this cat, or you just no? Nah, I just said, "Hey, give me your cat," and they're like, "All right," and they gave me their cat. No shit. Yeah, <laughs> I came well, by. I'm honest. Hey, I'm taking your cat. Yeah, I said, "Hey, I love your cat. Can I have your cat?" And they said, "Yeah, he's got boogers." I said, "I know." <laughs> I said, "I still love him." And then uh, now I'm now I'm in my head about my cat. I did a nice, we'll talk, we'll change the subject. Uh, I did a rehab show in Riverside today. It was an eventful day. And, uh, rehab. Yeah, there's nothing like people quitting heroin, you know. They're Good like, audience members. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, it, it's nice to give back, uh, but I ain't gonna lie. I like the stage time too. So, yeah. it's what not, time was the show? Uh, like one early early in the day oh yeah lunchtime show one thirty something like that and you just bust out everybody's eating and you're, you're like hey 
yeah three comics uh the new girl did 10 and then my buddy did 30 i did like 40 40 at a daytime show that's a lot of time you already got your day your day's over you're podcasting yeah after this you can get a crank in go to bed <laughs> crank i don't do speed anymore no, no, a tug tug your wing you tug your wing too much how old are you uh, like 40 buddy what you don't yank it anymore <laughs> you shut it down you don't yank it <laughs> i don't yank it that much anymore i kind of i just it just i just stopped you just stop yanking it not completely i just kind of you know like once a i month? just decided yeah like nah, maybe twice twice, twice a, month? a month yeah <laughs> what are you like a monk what's up with you buddy no are you getting some puss what's happening i mean yeah all right <laughs> So somebody else is doing the... Uh, the no, but it doesn't the, matter because for... even like throughout my life when I had girls and sex, like I still would wank it, crank it, according <laughs> to him. You give it a crank tug. is also known as, as speed. You choose another <laughs> word. Yeah, come on. I guess I But not. even like, I, I just, I, that's why I said older you because I don't know what happened, but like I don't need it that much anymore. Like I only need sex like two or twice a week three times a week you know yeah i mean i get that i mean you know i just uh, it's just I'm, and when you're like in your 20s you're like you'll have sex and she'll leave and then you're like i need to crank it crank <laughs> it and you're and then now i'm like that's insane yeah. i'm fun to go to sleep yeah that's a lot of work the, yeah the, uh, the second crank is a lot of work you know you're doing back-to-back crank? No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> this guy's 40. <laughs> Fucking crank anchors over here. Sometimes the ladies want to have sex like multiple times in a night. That's a re- That'll really wear me out. You know, I'm old. I'm like, do it once. And I'm like, get out of good? Dodge with you that good? shit. Two times? I'm too old for that shit. Yeah, two times is rough. I've done it. I've done it this year, but boy, it. Really took a lot out of me. The next day, I was just walking around like, yeah. Ah. Oh. Really, yeah. really overfucked myself. <laughs> What's weird, though, is in your 20s, you're the one that wants two. Yeah, you want and two, now maybe you're a like, third. Yeah, now you're like, oh, I just, I just can't wait. We just eat some pizza and go to bed. Can we just not? But sometimes you get ladies all fucking. Once you get them all fired up, you can't. They're insatiable. You know what I mean? They're just like, like a wild cat. You're like, boy, I don't know what to do with you right now. <laughs> Are you tired? <laughs> I gotta step my game up, huh? Jesus. Um, insatiable. It's a good word. Yeah, you're like, boy, this broad's horny. <laughs> Dave Wait, crank yanker. <laughs> were you? Did you? Were you the masturbating bear on Conan? No, 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 no. You weren't. No, no, no. I Damn wish. It. Were I you wish. the coked up werewolf? <laughs> I wish. When I first met you, he had the best bit on cocaine and avocados. That's all I remember. I did. Yeah. Man, this is crazy. You don't remember your avocado bit? I don't remember my avocado bit. I also, here's the thing. I, you know, uh, D Burdett. Yeah. She, she books the ice house yeah. now. She was at the comedy store recently and she was outside, you know, in the back sacred ground area, you know? Yeah. And she's like, you got to come out to the ice house and do that. 
that avocado bit. You got it's it. It's great. She's bit. like, we'll film it. We'll try to make it go viral. And like she's telling me, and like, and she's like, I'm gonna give you a spot right now. And like, it so, will go viral. So, Everybody loves avocado. It's California. Get out of here. So, I was sitting there and I was like. I was like, I don't have the heart to tell her I don't know that bit, but I want to get a spot. So I was like, yeah, I'll come out there. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. Dee Burdett's the nicest. She's turning the ice house around, and she gives you, like, she'll bake you cookies. She'll give you a spot and cookies. What a what a wonderful so woman. So the whole time, I'm just like, yeah, I'll do it. But really, I'm just waiting for her to bust out that calendar so I can get that date. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, give me that date. <laughs> you don't remember your avocado bit? But you obviously remembered it's a thing. I thought, I was like, she's clearly <laughs> thinking of some other nah, comedian. But right. I don't want to point that out to her because she's being so nice. How do you not remember your avocado bit? Did, the, you, did you write it down anywhere? No, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Did you audio record sets back then? I never really record stuff. It's just probably in the ether. You know what? Do you remember it? <laughs> you remember you're it? You're a dumb dumb. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know last night I, I had my show and I did a bunch of, I was like riffing and people afterward were like, that was so great. And I was like, I don't remember anything I just said. It's just gone. <laughs> Bro, I mean, audio record your sets at bare minimum. You don't have to listen to them, but like, you know, you're know. too funny off the cuff. You might come up I with some gold it. and then. I'm just throwing gold away. <laughs> you're literally throwing gold away. That avocado bit, I don't remember exactly how it goes. I just remember it was dope and i remember it from six years ago had so that with, means it's a good fucking bit it had something to do with cocaine and avocados no there was two different cocaine separate bits one was a cocaine bit i think you said like your girlfriend at the time stumbled upon you doing coke in the bathroom and she wanted me to flush the coke down the toilet and I was like, come on, I just bought this bag. Let's yeah. relax. I can only do coke like three or four times a year. And you're acting like it's a fucking, we're having an intervention. <laughs> I was like, it's New Year's Eve, yeah. bitch. It's $80. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you do that ever? I haven't done that in a long time because I don't remember. But I remember the gist of yeah, it. Yeah. I remember the gist of the real. The avocado real... one was like, a, wasn't it an earthquake involved about California falling off into the ocean? Oh, uh, yeah. Now it's coming back to you. Well, yeah, I would be like, oh, yeah. then avocados would be a million dollars. I think that's all I said. I go, oh, people. That was more. Wait a minute. I remember <laughs> another story now. Dude, so you hosted my JFL audition, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Two years ago, right? Right, right. How many was that? I got it this year, but yeah. unrep. That year I had a false rep. Fake rep Ooh, to fake, get me in there. Fake rep. And he hosted it at the Improv Lab, and it's a JFL audition, predominantly industry at the Improv Lab, which is a tough room. It's it's tough. horrible. I I love the Improv, and thank you for work. But that fucking lab is a vortex of negative energy. It's <laughs> so hard. I've seen the most brilliant comics bomb in there. Anyways, <laughs> so he's hosting the JFL audition, and I'm first. And I'm watching his set, and then you said the funniest shit I ever heard, you know. I, I think it was something like, you know, they told me I could do 15, but I think I only want to do seven because they were <laughs> awful. And then I got a huge laugh, and then you warmed them up a little bit. Because this industry, they don't want to hear shit. And then I went up there and bombed. And then I and Lena, after bombing, you know, that audition, what, six, seven minutes? After bombing for four of the six, I was like, 
you know what? I'm more a later in the lineup kind of guy. <laughs> and then that was the first time I ever said that. And then, uh, of course, it got a huge laugh. And then I started using that later because <laughs> that room was. I, I know. I also, in that showcase, Ali Makovsky was on it. And I. I was like, oh, this next lady's always bumming cigarettes from me. Let's keep it going for Allie Wachowski. And she gets up there and she goes, my sister's in the audience. She doesn't know I smoke. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but it got like a huge laugh. I was going to say, that's the that's it got a, a huge, great start in it got that a, room. It yeah. got a huge laugh because it was like she played right off of it. Yeah. Later, like Jeff Singer was like, He's like, you did a terrible job hosting. I don't know what the fuck you were doing. And I was like, I don't know, man. What the fuck <laughs> you want from me? That room is tough. It's tough to fuck. That's crazy he would say that because that room is impossible. <laughs> that room, even if it's sold out with people that want to be here, I don't know what it is with that room. It's just never. It, I've done it 50 times and it's been good five times. You're like, that's insane i can do good if i go up later in the show because i'll just come out and like start dunking on the audience everybody i'll just say crazy shit yeah i'll just bring i use the improv lab is the way i use like the yoohoo room at like a flappers yeah, it's, i just it's, go bonkers in there because i'm like i don't know what else to do here i'm just gonna fucking yeah. say a bunch of shit until people start laughing for those of you that don't know the hollywood improv has a main room and and the lab the main room's awesome and it's their you know, I they, feel like the lab is always people like, they're like, why are we not in the main? Like they yeah. feel like they're like <laughs> yeah. something. I, yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> they're like, but what's the, this? <laughs> but the lab also wasn't designed to be a room. It was a bar, and then they're like, ah, just make it a room. And then it's like, this is it needs a little bit of uh, it's coming sound along. engineering. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just kidding. Book me improv. How are you? Yes. I'll do anything for $10. That's how much they pay in the lab. $10. We're going to cut all this out, I think. Nah. <laughs> Nobody for the improv will listen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's been a lot of fun. Appreciate it. <laughs> no, I'm JK. I'm it's only five. I'm just JK, buddy. I'm JK. It's only been 30 minutes. What? Four, 41. Oh, we started early. I was just JK, and I'm not done. I was just JK. Your name Terry? Terry who? Oh, because the Coke. He got the Coke with the name on it. I got, one with Terry. My, <laughs> I got one with my name on it the other day. I didn't realize it. My uncle's name's Terry. You accidentally bought your own name? Yeah, I was, out, and then awesome. I was out on the golf course, and my friend pointed it out. I was like, hey. You got I like it. your style, not paying attention. <laughs> I'm the same way. I do. I should all the time. It's weird how stuff like, I mean, I know it's a simple little name on a bottle, but like shit like that will happen and then you have no idea, you know? Well, I mean, most of them are facing out like this, you know, when you pull them out of the cooler. Yeah. So you don't, you know, you would have to be a real loon, you know, unless you were like, unless you got a girl, like, you know, if you, if you were trying to impress your girl, but you know, one of, uh, <laughs> if you were fucking some lady named Terry, which, <laughs> It kind of is a unisex name, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Terry's. I mean, you know. Terry? In the Midwest. Terry. One of my all-time. Oh, I'm going over to fuck Terry. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I know you were fucking a 55-year-old lady, but okay. Good old Terry. My uncle's name is Terry. Yeah, Terry. I always feel like Terry is a guy's name. I, I always feel like this guy's questionable. And I don't know about your uncle, but <laughs> every uncle, guy I knew that was named Terry, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. I know two Terrys, and one's questionable, and one's my uncle. He's a stand up dude. All right. 
But the other one is a little shifter. <laughs> Terry's always there. Terry's got glossy eyes again. <laughs> What's he on? Why am I missing my wrench set? <laughs> Anyways, my favorite online viral video. It's up there, dude. It's. Let's talk about those, first of all. I love the one where the grandma gets the gorilla shit on the nose, and then they spin it into a song, and she's dancing with shit on her nose. <laughs> That one's amazing. But the other one is the dude in the wheelchair that is lighting fireworks off. And his buddies are filming him. Yeah. And he can't back up. And they start exploding on him. <laughs> and they did, and the, guy, the guy's going, back up, Terry, Terry, Terry. Oh, oh. And it's just blowing up on Terry. Back up. And then Terry ends up being fine. And then they just laugh. It's, ah. <laughs> and the other one is the one where the guy's sleeping in his car and the dude knocks on the window and wakes him up and the guy panics the guy's sleeping in his car with the engine running the guy wakes up panics and drives runs a stop sign hits a pole knocks it down <laughs> and like knocks down a sh and crashes and knocks down a street lamp and then at the very end the guy that woke him up knocked on the window he goes Oh shit, I shouldn't have woke him up. <laughs> and it's the <laughs> most simple line. But it's so true. He's like, I was trying to do a good thing. Yeah. yeah. And he just crashed and <laughs> pop, 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 and like caused accidents. <laughs> and yeah. that one gets me every time. But oh you, shit. But you shouldn't be sleeping with the car running. That I could kill you. You know what I mean? That's a bad thing. Yeah. He he probably just passed out drunk. And then forgot, woke up, like, ah, and just hit the gas, <laughs> hit stop signs and light posts and cars. And it was pretty brutal. But the line at the end was so funny. I used to live at the end of the line of the subway in New York in Astoria, Queens. I lived at the Astoria Dipmar's last stop. So sometimes, like, at, like you know, after midnight or whatever, you know, you'd be... You'd be riding the train back in, and then motherfuckers would be asleep, and then the cops would come on and wake them up. And people would be like, ah! and then they'd see it was a cop, and they'd be like, oh, fuck, oh, oh, shit, because <laughs> they realized they, they might have fucking overslept, like, yeah. who knows how many stops yeah. and shit. They're like, god damn. How many times did you take the subway the wrong direction? Maybe once or twice. Every once or you know, It wasn't the wrong direction on the train. It was getting out of the subway station and then walking the wrong way for like a block. And you'd be like, God damn it. You know, because when I lived there, you know, the phones, like you had a little bit of GPS on your phone, but not a lot, you know, and it didn't. Even with my GPS phone, the buildings and the service is a little wonky. Yeah. And it's I hard to like acclimate yourself when you get when you get above ground. And you're like, yeah. it's, it's like the northwest corner. You're like, what the fuck? I don't know. Northwest and southwest. And you're like. I went the wrong way for like six or seven stops. Oh, that's brutal. Though. I know. And I was I was like, I was on a timely manner. I was supposed to meet up with somebody. I think Paul Elia. Nice dude. Funny guy. And uh, he's like, where are you? And I was like, yeah, go ahead without me, bro. <laughs> I mean, I lived there for like two years. And now I, I never really think about going back. I mean, I went back like a couple times the first couple years I moved out here. And now I just never think about going back. I'm never, I'm like... In my mind, I'm like, oh, boy, it's going to be exhausting. You know? Yeah, it is, it's overwhelming. Uh, but when I was, I I was mean, there for like a, a week. It's a lot of fun. I mean, you're it's doing fun. A lot, of, a lot of spots. A lot of spots. But also, you're like, boy, you got to fucking trudge around. There's a lot of trudging in New York. There is. It's hot, too. It's hot and humid. 
And then I remember when I went the wrong way, I finally got to the cellar and I was hanging out with comics. And a lot of these guys were New York comics, born and raised or whatever, just been there a decade. And they, they, I told them I went the wrong way and they just laugh because they're like, oh yeah. They're like, every other month or so, you'll just do that. And one guy was like, I've been here for 10 years. And he's like, about every other month, I'll just get on because it, it's closing. You're in a rush. You're just like, oh, the six, boom. We'll get on and it closes. You're like, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, every once in a while it happened to me because, like, sometimes late at night they'll like shut down. They'll go to one track and you don't realize it, you know. So the train just going like this, you know, or mm. whatever. They'll close one side of the station and you get on. Then you're you're on the train. And then you're like, oh shit, this isn't going the right direction. Even though you're on the right train, it's like because they got one track closed and you're like, fuck me, fuck me. And now everybody, apparently the trains have gotten a lot worse over the past couple of years and shit. Why is that? Well, Dave? it's fucking over 100 <laughs> years old and then the, nobody wants to put any money in public transportation. Oh, really? That's a shocker. The government doesn't want to spend money on what we pay them to do? Yeah, yeah. They're like... Unconceivable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. That's crazy. <laughs> I know, bro. Somebody did a post and it was one of the, you know, internet memes, but this one got me. You got a knife over there? Where? And that thing. What's that thing? Oh, yeah, that's a knife. Boy, Craig loves knives. It's a necklace knife. You don't have one? Well, I try to keep my knives not. Jesus Christ. (laughs) No, that's okay, Craig. (laughs) How many knives you got? I don't know. Who keeps track of those things? I don't 12, know. 14. 14 18, knives? I don't know. I got a crystal knife over there. It oh. made its debut on the last podcast. No need to revisit. What were we talking about before you got distracted by my Oh, you got a lot of crystals. Subways. I didn't know you were a crystal, brah. Like oh, the were... internet memes. Yeah, I love crystals. What's it to you? <laughs> I like how you're you're just trying to gloss over all this uh, stuff. I'm not glossing over Knife it. guy, crystal guy. Uh, <laughs> No, it was a meme about Roman civilization, and it showed a picture of a Roman road, 2,000 years old, not one pothole, and then it showed like a six-month-old road after rain, and it was riddled with potholes, and they're just like, nobody ain't doing nothing, no quality, you know? We got to build it to... You got to build in your job. You know what I mean? You can't build something to last forever. <laughs> you got to get it back out there. It's union, baby. You got to get the fucking crew back out there. That's when why you, you're taking some time. you driving over a pothole and getting a flat tire. Union, baby. Union. <laughs> Bullshit. Just make a good road. Well, I agree. You should make a good road. But you got to, you know, you got to think about your future. <laughs> you, gotta, you can't make the best road. Want to wear my necklace? Oh, man. Why do you have a knife necklace? It's for hiking, you know? You put it around your neck and you hike with it. It's a good... Like, you could just put it under a jacket when you what go you to gonna... the airport. You know, just nice. Oh, shit! It's a little <laughs> Bowie knife. What are you scared of? Uh, you know, it's a knife. It's a nice knife. What are you going to... You know, you're out there. What are you going to cut some brush? Are you cutting brush <laughs> yeah, back? Yeah, <laughs> You know, you mainly just have it because you enjoy it. I've never really used it on a hike because I... Are you stabbing a bobcat out there? No, but I'm just saying if you get attacked by a bobcat... I don't feel like you're going to have enough... You know... <laughs> Good it's good. Luck. It's good already luck. gonna. It's already gonna be up on eating you, my, you know, because the blade's so short. Good luck against the bobcat, and stop eating the mic. You got Chris over there, Justin Volumes. Oh my it's bad. Fine. I'm just kidding. Just A lot joke. of times people it's are like, the mic's too far away from you. you that's know? why. That's why we had headphones. Well, I just I feel uncomfortable wearing. <laughs> them, I'll be honest. 
I never feel the whole time I have headphones on. I'm always like, God damn it. Uh, I don't know. They I mean, look nice. Hopefully, earmuffs. Hopefully, earmuffs. hopefully the podcast turns out okay. Has this sounded okay? We had to do a lot. Yeah, of we're post. good. We had to do a lot. No. I just run it through a filter. A filter. Match loudness. Yeah. Water yeah. filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna do your avocado bit tonight? I'm not. I, don't, I have to work tonight. I don't have a spot. I forgot to call in yesterday, like an idiot. There's like a moment I was like at like 11:30. I was like, I gotta call in my veils, and then all of a sudden, like, then I remembered at like 10:30 that I was like, shit. <laughs> I just need to put a reminder in my phone. I do that shit all the time. It's so annoying. I know. It's like, damn. I gotta just put a, a reminder every week to call in at a certain time. Yes. But I'm going out of town, so it's not a real big deal. I'm leaving. Bah. I'm going to Atlanta, Georgia. I'm gonna do a plug. <laughs> Go ahead, man. I don't even know when this is coming out. When's it coming out? Next week. All right. Well, this plug doesn't matter then. <laughs> <laughs> but I am going to the Red Clay Comedy Festival this weekend. It should be pretty fun. Red Clay? Red Clay in Atlanta, Georgia. I've never heard of it. It's pretty good. There's going to be Maria Bamford's going to be there. Oh, I love her. She's awesome. Yeah, that'll be tight. And Rory Scovel. Oh, he's fucking awesome, too. Yeah, the Scoves. Nice, dude. <laughs> I met him brand spanking you, and I bombed and he could tell and he was just nice to me <laughs> hey kid it. keep your head up yeah <laughs> and he thanks went up, mr scoville <laughs> <laughs> he went up there and murdered of course just oh my goodness god he's funny have you seen him since then have you let him know you don't bomb anymore no no <laughs> you just had yeah, that one it's that one moment it probably sees you around now but like, that guy still he around. doesn't remember that was five years ago at malo man I remember when people eat it. Yeah, you're right. You never forget it. <laughs> you never forget it. You never forget it. You never forget it. You're like, ooh. 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 <laughs> you're back there making Keep my fun. distance from that young man. <laughs> Don't want that unfunny juju rubbing off on me. <laughs> yeah. Get ya. Get ya. <laughs> Anybody else from the Milo crew make it out? Were you the, were you the, one, the most successful part of the... I mean, I I guess you're in my living room doing my podcast. Well, you had some heat, remember? Yeah, we got heat. Uh, I mean, I never really thought about that, but I guess I work a lot. But you're still doing it. Yeah. How many people are still doing it from like back when you were like doing a lot of those shows? They're still doing it. Uh I don't see them anymore, so I don't know. They're probably not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so great, you know, because I've been doing it like 15 years. And then I start thinking about like all the people that are just gone, you know, just out of the game or just, you know, part of it is just being around, you know, so many people. Yeah, it really is. You know, you're just like, you're like, man, that guy's gone. You were road dogging it forever, huh? Who, me? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't see you. I knew you didn't quit, but I just, you know, when I don't see somebody... And you know they're funny and still doing it. You're like, well, they're on the road then. Yeah. Road yeah. dogging it, we call it. Yeah, you're out there. You're staying in hotels. You're yanking it. <laughs> <laughs> you and your cranker. Cranker yanker, man. Well, you're just in a hotel by yourself. It's kind of boring. You ain't going to get a tug in. <laughs> you ain't going to take the show on the road. Nope. <laughs> you ain't gonna, what the, what's the point of being in a hotel if you ain't going to yank it? 
I don't know. I try to enjoy the springs going in my spine. No, sometimes the best western. Sometimes there's such nice beds. Sometimes the beds are so nice it's hard to go home. Yeah, (laughs) you're like, oh my goodness, what is this? Tempur Pedic. I have a good bed. I have a 22 hundo. I bought that while I was on that Trader Joe's money. Oh yeah. I invested because the last one I invested too, and it lasted me 13 years. I got a super fancy one. And it is worth every fucking penny. Yeah, that bed looks like a lady comes in. She's like, Craig's the responsible guy. Maybe I'll have sex with him. I make my bed. Yeah. You got to make your bed. It's the first thing you should do in the morning. It makes you feel good. Yeah. You accomplish something. You read that Tim (laughs) Ferriss book? You know that guy? I never read it, but I did hear that somewhere. And it's just true. It is fucking true. Yeah, You got to get a win. Get a win early early out the gate. Was that one of those Gold Coast videos? Nah, it's just like one of the four things you should do when you wake up is like make your bed and shit like that. It is true because it just feels good. I don't know why it feels so good. It's just like, oh, I, I know it's not an accomplishment, but it's just like, ah, oh, it, lo- it just looks nice and it feels good. And you're like, okay. And if I come home to a made bed, it just is so much more pleasing than an unmade bed. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm in a rush or whatever and I won't do it. It's very rare. But I'll come home and I'm like, oh, like, I don't I don't like that. Uh, uh, I can't uh, like how will I ever be able to crank it? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's on Molly or something. I always talk about whacking it. I didn't know you were 100 years old, Craig. I didn't know that you whack it like you're 14 years old. No, but this I'm guy's gonna, cranking yankers over just here every like two one, seconds. You're giving yourself a yearly tug job. <laughs> well, I earned it. Ah, well. <laughs> I guess I feel a little twinge in my loins. It's <laughs> not necessary anymore. Oh, boy. I guess I'll give it an old whirl. See if it still works. Eat, eat. Oh, well, I'm done. You look like a man that has shit his pants many times. <laughs> what, you, what sort of switch is that? Is, pa- is his parents going to listen to this? Are they going to be upset I bet about they do. Are and they- they'll think you're a perv. <laughs> Probably. You perv. Hey, when's the last most like big old embarrassing dookie? Like you shit your drawers on a hot date. What are you talking about? Who's Why that? is this taboo? But you're talking about cranking it in motels across the country. Well, it's because that's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, every girl is like, "What? He's at the Motel Six whacking it? Hop yeah. on my way!" Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Did you say you're at the Best Western Plus? <laughs> what? Yeah. No, come on, give me some dookie, dude. I never shit my pants on a date. Anytime, anytime you pooped and it was embarrassing it rolled down your leg <laughs> at summer camp and you didn't want anybody to know and you said, no, that's a pine cone. That's, that's not a pine cone. That's a pine cone. It's a stinky pine cone. What sort of dump you taking, Greg? <laughs> Apparently pine cone poops. You never ate too much avocados and had to poop your pants. I mean, I mean you know, there's been some close calls, you know, but. You never shit your pants. I mean, once or twice. Yeah, tell me those times. Why? <laughs> is this what people want? Is this your theme of your podcast? Is yeah, this, yeah. Is yes, this like is. your James Lips? Now, if you see God, what would you want him to say? <laughs> yeah. This is your like, would you shit your pants last? And then when you saw right. God and he knew the truth about your poop. 
Then you would ra- this then tell me that story. Is this the how God you, knows how you wrap up every episode? Hey, when was the last time you shit your pants? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why not? Why not? Didn't what? know you were such a crank yanking pussy, bro. Tell us your doo doo story. <laughs> I don't know. I try not to think about times to shit my pants, you know. <laughs> Why are you so resistant? <laughs> Tell me a goddamn poop story. <laughs> you know, it's part of the game. It just doesn't seem like a thing people want to know. <laughs> this guy, the whole time he's talking about whacking it and insatiable women, and now it comes time to talk about a little doo-doo, and he won't give me some dookie. Talk about the poop. Well, this shit is gross, bro. And so was whacking it at a Motel 6. Nah, man, you got that lotion on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that's, that's adding to your argument. <laughs> tell me a fucking shit stain Don't story. tell those you're whacking it. They give you that little lotion every time. Yeah, and it's... Nobody needs that. No. It's fragrance. I only use non-fragrance. Oh, I didn't know you were such a diva about your wife. <laughs> I didn't know you are such a diva. Won't give me a shit your pants story. Now, do you when, shit your pants a lot, Craig? Is this something? You, is this a no. big fear? Yeah, I've shit my pants so much, and I've told them all my how stories. Times, That's why we need uh, one from you. How many times do you shit your pants? In adulthood, I don't know. At least a half dozen <laughs> or more. That's I a could, high number. Ten, twelve. Yeah, I know how to live. Now tell me, yeah, when did you shit your pants? <laughs> I think one time I shit my pants when I was driving home. Yeah, there you go. Keep going. I was like a block from my house. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was at like a red light, and I was like, I think I can make it. And then I was like, I can't. And then I just like, I felt myself shit my pants, and so then I kept my ass like raised up like this and drove. Do you have fabric seats or leather? It was This was years ago. I think the seats were fabric or whatever. Oh, so I yeah, just you had gotta to lift up. I had to lift up <laughs> yeah, yeah, and drive yeah. the rest of the way home. Yeah. Oh, man. Did it like, burn? Did it burn? Was no, it acidic? It, no, it didn't burn. Did you burn. get a rash on your ass <laughs> it afterwards? Just, it just felt warm. Did you need to rub a little aloe vera? <laughs> no. I, I, it was just, just a, you know. Just you didn't of... have to gold bond your rash ass after that? <laughs> no, no. Did you eat a McRib? No, I've never ate a McRib in my life. I ate one with your roommate, Mitch Burrow. Well, that makes sense. That checks out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a couple years ago, I ate my first Big Mac. That was a big Those big... are delicious. I never ate a Big Mac. I made like a video. I got I got a bunch of people to come with me. I want a Big Mac. We got a big crew. We were like we had one guy like filming, and the McDonald's got real mad. So we had like an extra camera because you know whatever he didn't order. Like I ordered like eight Big Macs, and I bought a Big Mac for all my friends that came with me. Oh, that was nice of you. Yeah, I spent like forty dollars on Big Macs. <laughs> Damn, I never really ate McDonald's a ton. I mean, we did, and and you know just fast food purposes real quick but uh i watched supersize me and you were like i'm gonna get in on this <laughs> and i immediately the second it was over i went to mcdonald's you and got like, a big mac you were like god damn it made me crave it so much and i'm not even kidding and i ate it i mean i knew it was a horrible nutritional value and it could kill you as morgan spurlock proved uh but it made me want it so much so that i went and got it yeah you're like give me that Oh, I have it like at once every other year because guess what, McDonald's? After we eat your food, we feel like the steaming pile of shit he finally admitted to in his pants. We feel like shit because it is awful. It tastes delicious, but it is it makes you feel like a caca. A caca. Like a shit? Uh, all right. Like real, real bad. Is that better? Okay. Like awful 
horrendous, horrible feeling. <laughs> you know what? Delete this episode. I'm done with it. <laughs> Delete it? What do you mean? <laughs> I got some gold earlier. <laughs> I thought he was taking a picture. That's why I stopped talking and post. <laughs> it's filming. It's filming, sir. Well, anything else you want to ask me, Craig? What? When was the last time you fucking squeeped a dab a deep a dab? When's the last time you cranky anchored it? Well, actually, on the drive here. No, uh... Maybe you got low T, Craig. Have you thought about that? Have I'm you th- fine with it. I've had high T most of my life. I'm done with it. <laughs> you're ready, you're just, I'm so sick of high yeah, T. You ready to be low T guy? Uh, fuck yeah, dude. I don't give a shit. Let's mm. get Craig some tea, bro. No, <laughs> Let's get him amped cam- up. Chamomile tea? <laughs> Jasmine green tea? I'm, yep. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Come on. Well, come on. Come on. Ask me some questions. What you want to ask you? <laughs> <laughs> it's your fucking podcast. <laughs> I didn't come here to ask you questions. Sometimes I'm running on empty, Dave. I need help. Well, it's all right, Craig. I need help. It's six o'clock, though. We did what? Hour 10? Hour 15? We're hour pretty good. Five, yeah. Hour, hour five. five. That's, that's a, it? Yeah, that's why we're running out of juice. Oh, man. We're like a we we've cranked ourselves. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we we really splooged, and now we're just in that <laughs> that post splooge this, zone. This guy, don't the you post, find post jizz? You know where you're just kind of like. Ah. You know what I find weird about you is how you talk about whacking it and jizz, and it, we could have talked about that for 45, 50 minutes, and then I go, "You poop your pants?" You go, "Oh no!" And you got so quiet and you shut down. I'm like, that that's embarrassing. Because it's not funny. <laughs> me, yes, it is. I mean, if somebody else shits their pants, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> well, uh, why do you think <laughs> when you, know, think when you see somebody you like, oh, they always shit my pants. <laughs> you know, that's fucking funny. <laughs> They're like holding their ass yeah. and shit. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it ain't funny when it's Out of you. the way, I'm going to shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But when it's you, it's like, uh, it's not so funny. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very funny. Where's my cat? You wouldn't be like, like right now, if you had it, like you were about to shit your pants, you wouldn't be laughing. You wouldn't be like, oh God, I'm about to shit my pants, guys. I had a meeting earlier and I almost, I didn't almost shit my pants, but like I I checked in and they were coming downstairs to get me, you know, and I was like, fuck, I got a shit because I drank a gang of cold brew and, you know, coffee. And then I was like, ah, uh, and I ran to the bathroom in the, in the lobby of the big office building, you know, and I shit. And it had a weak flusher. And I flushed and I flushed. And I was like, I'm not. I'm sorry. And I just ran out of there and just. You canceled the meeting? <laughs> no, I ran to meet them. And I was on time. But I left like a skid mark dookie dookie. And then you had to go do a showbiz meeting after like fucking letting a wet yeah, dump out. Yeah, and they never knew about it. I bet you I could see it on your face. Sometimes, nope. sometimes you nope. have a dump that the just... The hotel, uh, hotel some... lobby, the office lobby guy, checker in her, ID checker, he, he knew something. <laughs> but they weren't down there for that. But he saw me run. I mean, sometimes run. you take a dump and it really, you could just see it. Uh, yeah, it just takes it out of you. You look in the mirror and you're like, oh boy, I don't look great. You're just kind of like, old coffee sweaty. doo-doo. But I knew I couldn't sit through that meeting with the doo-doo on deck. I was like, this isn't a holder. This is a cold brew coffee concentrate. Yeah, it's tough. Letter outer. 
Anyways, that was today. Well, that's pretty impressive. Can you imagine <laughs> shitting your pants and going on a big Hollywood meeting? And you're like, they're like, stinks in here. And you're like, I don't know. How about this show idea? <laughs> but you sell the show and then you're on Conan like six months. Actually, six years. I shit my pants on that meeting. You'll never believe it. I shit my pants and sold my first TV show. Now every time I have a meeting, I shit my pants. It's good luck. <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, it's been a lot of fun, Craig. I appreciate you having me. We're on. not done yet. We're not? <laughs> <laughs> you said it'd be like an hour. <laughs> you have to go to work? Yeah, I got to get to work. Ah, just be late. You I work at a comedy club. Nah, they understand I, that. I like being on time. That's one of my. Are things. they strict with that? I guess so. I don't know. Good. I agree. I'm actually pretty prompt mofo. I like to be on time early. I don't I don't like the stress of being late and it bugs me. Yeah, yeah. I hate I mean this town it's brutal because uh, yeah. everybody's always late. And you you get there I get there early. I get there like ten minutes early and the person's ten minutes late, and then there's ten minutes where you're just angry at this person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just be on time. Just be on time. I mean once, twice, whatever. I mean, if you're within you know, the 10 minute rate, but when somebody's like a half hour late, that's what but I get. More so than even if you're a half hour late, once or twice, whatever, <laughs> shit happens, life, dentist, traffic. But when you're consistently late, it's like, yo, change your fucking life. Because that this come, I it's my pet peeve because I guess I was guilty of it for so long and I almost got fired from so many jobs from it. And then finally one day, like I was about to get fired and then the manager was like, do you even want to work here? And then I was like, yeah, and he gave me one more shot. He's like, just be fucking on time. He's like, set your watch back. And then it just made me, I don't know what made his words sink into me. I was like, oh, I could just be on time. I could just leave earlier. You know, like it's a choice. You could just set your fucking alarm. There's watches, there's alarms, there's reminders. There's no excuse anymore. And guess what? If you're in LA and there's traffic, plan for it that yeah. was always my pet peeve my sisters and family and cousins like when's your show seven o'clock i'm first and then they're always late texting me as i'm walking the stage we're looking for parking they're like i'm fucking walking to the stage trying to cold open a sold out yeah. show like you're just not making my life easier and also we're in la there's fucking traffic there's point. traffic yeah you got there's be a- never not traffic you there's got- <laughs> always traffic you gotta play you know this yeah, you got to plan to be there like at least a half hour early or yeah. 15. If you're going to a show, you'd be like, I'm going to get, get there, there at half six. Hour early. And then you're not rushed. You can hang out. You can do other shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but no. But no, my family's constantly always late and always texting me right before I go on. It's great. I love it. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's always the people you love and want to be there too. And you're like, God damn it. If it's a stranger, you just fucking don't answer. Yeah. But it's your mom. You're like, come on, Tilly. Get your fucking ass in the showroom. Anyhow. Uh, all right. You got a poop story? No. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think we're about done here. Yeah. Um, well, it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate it. It's been it. fun. Thank you for doing it. Dave Waits, funny as fuck. Check him out. Yeah, he's in a city near you or in Hollywood. He's yeah. funny as shit. I hope he remembers his goddamn avocado bit because I hope so too. it was gold. 
and uh, keep doing your avocado bit. I yeah. don't even know. Follow me on Instagram. Follow him on the Instas. He's funny as shit. Yeah, man. I appreciate and, uh, that. Thanks, Craig. That means thanks a lot for to doing me. it, man, bud. Uh, thanks Thank for your you. time. And, and uh, I, I hope, hope you, you shit your pants. Well, I hope you start cranking it more. You know, <laughs> I don't want to. I just maybe I'm a... finally at peace with that. <laughs> <laughs> I finally made it. After, what did I start at? 9 to 35? You started yanking it at 9? Yeah, I'm a man. Jesus what are you? Jesus Christ. No wonder puss? you're done yanking it. <laughs> yeah. Nine. I was ahead of the curve. Jesus Christ. I stuck my dick in a rusty faucet. Jesus. Why would you do that? <laughs> it had water coming out of it. God damn! What a pervert! <laughs> I could have went the rest of my life and not known that. Ah, you're a you're a fucking pussy. Maybe terrible. you should. Maybe you should not yank it if you're fucking faucets. I try to tell you. You just create a monster. You leave and like ah, he's right. Yeah. Chris is like I'm still here. Wait till I leave. Ah. Anyways. This has been my funny, perverted friend, Dave Wade. I'm not a pervert. It's a natural <laughs> thing to yank it. It's very natural to yank it in a hotel room. That's why they give you the lotion. No, they give it to you for the chlorine and your dry skin after the jacuzzi. They give it to you to yank it. <laughs> I beg to differ. It's always weird when they don't have lotion, but you know they do, and you got to go down there. But you got any lotion? Hey, can I get a? Can I get an extra? Better give me two. I'm here for uh, one night. I'm here for four hours. Better give me four bottles. You got any lotion? My name's Dave Wait. Dave Crank and Wait. Lotion. You, you got to be like my, my hands are dry. You know, you got to make up some. Yeah, lotion. yeah, yeah. I got psoriasis on my dick. It needs to be rubbed. <laughs> Well, all right. <laughs> all right, man. Give it up for Dave. Wait, he has psoriasis on his dick. Fire. Fire. Fucking. What? <laughs> <laughs> Funny man, Dave. Wait, give him a follow. Go to a show. Uh, I love you all. Thank you for listening, liking, and subscribing. Thank you, Patreon persons. You guys are great. You truly bailed me out this last couple months of rent. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, go buy a plant. Get a cat. Do I hear my cat? Yeah. That's an airp. <laughs> that was you. <laughs> Anyways, I love you all. Dave Waite, funny fuck. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.